Before anybody begins to judge, I'm going to start with a disclaimer, a very important disclaimer. I believe that any man who attacks a woman or you know, in any way abuses a woman, mentally or physically, needs to be punished, that these people are less than men, they're not men. Rapists rank somewhere for me on the evolutionary scale between lint and slugs. I do believe in civility and propriety. I believe in some of the old-fashioned, sadly out-of-date customs, holding doors, walking on the outside of women near the traffic, for example, on a street, uh, even getting up from a table when a woman leaves. I know that the feminists and, and the hardcore liberals see this as sexist in that you're placing women in a subservient position when you do these things. I don't believe that. Women of past generations didn't believe that and don't believe it now. If they're still around, if you have grandparents, simply ask them. I think the entire notion of, of that is absurd. The idea that treating women with, with a certain kind of respect that you, you don't, uh, that, that's reserved for women. You don't treat men with the same, you know, you're not, you know, holding doors as much for them. You know, people will call that sexist too, where you should be holding doors for both men and women, and, and that's fine. But I do believe that you're supposed to be somewhat deferential to women. I, I believe in that old-fashioned custom of respect. You know, I, I wouldn't go so far as, you know, I suppose, bowing or kissing a woman's hand. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking Victorian era. I, I'm simply talking about, um, you know, respect and, and, and a feeling of of protection. You, you, you want to protect them. I, I always get that sometimes. If I hear of women who have been hurt or uh, abused in some way, it always, there's always something in me that makes me wish I could have protected them in some way or helped them. And I believe that that's normal for a male to feel that way. Um, and like I said, I have no sympathy for men who hurt women. I, I have none. I don't care what your excuses are. I don't care what your upbringing was. I don't care. I, I don't care. Um, you're a pig and an animal, and I just, I don't care. I have zero respect for you. Um, it's just one of those things, uh, for example, a man hitting woman. I, I have extreme difficulty forgiving that, um, regardless of the circumstances or situation. That disclaimer out of the way. I now feel as if the pendulum has swung too far in the, obviously, the other direction, which is, which began with liberating women and women trying to feel more comfortable around men and not feeling scared. And obviously, there's a long, long history of, of sexual harassment in public and in the workplace. And it's just accepted for so long. And I understand that we had to get past that. Well, we have, absolutely. But now we've gone so far that we've reached 
a level of just complete insanity. Let me give you a little story to to better illustrate my point. Uh, A friend of mine came home uh, just before the Christmas break. It It was one of the weekends before. And it was Saturday. And... He, was, he had called me when he came home, and, and he said, I'm, I'm worried. And I said, why? And he says, I, I just, I'm always worried now. And I didn't understand what he meant, because he had never brought this up before. I said, what are, you, what are you worried about? He says, I'm worried about not having a job in 2019. I'm worried about losing the job I have. And um, he works as, a, as an accountant in a big, big firm in, in the city. And... I said, why? You know, you've been with them for, for 11 years. You know, you, you've been promoted three times and everyone seems to love you there. I don't, under, I don't understand. And he said, well, now uh, the majority of his superiors are female. Now, he doesn't have any problem with that and neither would I. That's not the issue, I said. So I said, so? And he said, well... At first, I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was going to be a problem. I, I don't, I don't care. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care if every one of my bosses was was women, and they almost are now. Um, my problem is suddenly, I'm terrified of doing something wrong. I'm terrified that whatever I say or do will be interpreted in a in a, in a negative way. And bear in mind, this is somebody who is very mild mannered, even shy, and always has been around women. He wouldn't, he wouldn't hurt a fly, let alone a woman. Uh, And he never would want to make them feel uncomfortable or, or certainly not hurt them in any way. And he's never done it as long as I live. He, he never will. He's not that kind of person. But in the office and in many offices now, and he knows this uh, because he has many friends working in other jobs in the city. They all say, they're starting to say the same thing, all the men, which is, I don't ever want to be in a room alone with a woman at at work. I don't even want to be in the coffee room when there's just one other person there and it's a woman that I work with. I got to get out of there. I don't want to, even if I know her, we've talked to her in the past, things are now so tense and so nuts. I just want to mumble, look at my shoes and get away. I don't want to look her in the eye. I don't want to look in her direction. I don't even want to lift my head. I don't want to say anything out loud that can be misinterpreted. I I really don't. I mean, I'm restricting my conversation with female coworkers to hello, good morning, and, you know, goodbye. And that's really it. If I have to talk to them, I have to keep it as just as tight, as simple, and as quick as humanly possible. And the problem with this is this is being interpreted as, you know, rude or distant or, you know, even childish. Um, But they're not being interpreted as fear, which is exactly what it is. These men are terrified. And they're terrified not only of saying or doing the wrong thing. They're terrified because they know they have no defense if they're accused. If they're accused, it matters not what their intentions were. This is a major, major sticking point right now. If you're not aware, and you probably are, if you work in in, in a professional workplace today, the rule is intent is irrelevant. Only 
the person who feels offense matters. Only their interpretation of the events matters. The accused has no defense. It doesn't matter what he meant or said or felt. All of that is irrelevant. All that matters is what the accuser is saying. Not only is that tremendously backwards, and can you imagine if the justice system worked this way? But not only is it tremendously backwards, it creates a culture of fear. And this culture has reached a point where men just don't even want to work with women. They don't want to be anywhere near them. They're too scared. And, and my friend said to me on the phone, he says, you know, I, I know I, I, we've already lost people. In the past year, they had seven people leave the firm. Every last one of them was male. And while they were given different reasons, the company was, you know, said there were different reasons for these men leaving. He personally knew that three of them left because something was going to go down. Something was going to happen. They were, they were on the road to being accused of something. And if they stuck around, they had no hope. They just, they knew they were going to be fired. They had to leave. Now, I don't know the nature of these men. I don't know um, what they did or anything, what they were being accused of. But my friend, who is not friends with drunken pigs or, or you know, we're all friends with people who are very much like us. We tend to do that. Birds of a feather is a very real thing. So I seriously doubt that any of his friends at the workplace um, were, you know, sort of dangerous individuals or even people who uh, would make inappropriate comments or passes at women in the workplace. I, I don't believe that. And seven of them are gone. And, you know, he thinks he's going to be next. He, he says, you know, one is, is in particular who left. Um, all he did was, you know, say, you know, that's a nice sweater. And it was misconstrued. He wasn't even looking at her when, when he said it. He was he, In the second he said it, he, he knew it was a mistake. If we can't say that's a nice sweater, we're, we're, we're pretty much done with what we can say. The only thing you can say is just, you know, nothing nice or nothing you even think of as nice because they may not see it as nice. Stick to business and that's it. And I suppose you could make the argument that that's fine and that's maybe the way things should be. But isn't the, doesn't that run counter to the argument that the workplace should be a friendly, productive environment? And by the way, how is it suddenly possible that pretty much all his supervisors are female? Well, that ties into the whole premise of, you know, women and minorities getting hired and promoted at a much faster rate today than white heterosexual males. And that's just a given. That's a fact. We, we see that everywhere. Um, I'll get into that at another time. But the point is... This is somebody who is now going to work just fearful for his career. And he has three kids. You know, he has a wife, he has a home. Um, and he's just afraid. He's afraid every day he goes into work. And I, I could hear it in his voice, you know, and it, it surprised me. But when he started to talk, I started to think about how many times you've heard something like this. In, in, in passing, when I think about other friends and even family members, they sort of say it 
in passing in a way that you almost miss. Because when you're afraid of something, you, you almost don't want people to know what you're afraid of. And when you tell them you're afraid of how they're going to react because you think, okay, maybe I'm in the wrong. I'm, I'm not, it's wrong that I feel afraid. And they do. And it's not just in the workplace. It's essentially everywhere. Men don't want to approach strange women for almost any reason. I mean, it used to happen a lot, obviously, in bars and clubs, and it still does. But there is this very palpable, distinct tension and it's all emanating from the male side because they know they have very little recourse if they happen to step out of line or someone tells them they stepped out of line. They weren't even aware of it. They just said, I don't, I didn't, I didn't mean that, but it doesn't matter what you meant. It doesn't matter what you, what you said. It doesn't matter what your intentions were, which is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, what matters most of all is, of course, their intentions. Not how you feel based on what they said. That's your own problem if you misinterpreted it. I've had that happen to me. I have, you know, said, well, I'm offended by that. And that very rarely happens because I don't take offense to much. And I've had it happen where the other person was very, very surprised and said, I didn't mean it that way. And I believe them. It's always, you can spot sincerity a mile away. And then I just go, okay, well, you didn't, you didn't know. Okay. But that's not what's happening right now. And this is all thanks to the Me Too movement and this endless rhetoric that's being pushed by the liberal side. And it's all anti-male. It's all anti, well, anti-white male specifically, but mostly anti-male as far as feminists are concerned. And, you know, it's interesting is, is my mother... Uh, was a, she was on her way to Woodstock, actually, um, when she, and among many others, got stuck on the uh, New York Expressway when it got shut down. She didn't make it, but she was certainly on her way. And she um, was absolutely a hippie, um, and she admits it, and, and, you know, sort of looks back on those times with some fondness, more so for just general youth than of the, the message which she sees now as being extremely dangerous, not a message of peace, but a message of just, you know, uh, the propaganda machine that she thought even then could be spawned by this because Woodstock got so much attention. Um, and ever since then, obviously, which has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And now we've reached the point where, you know, can we even, can men and women even look at each other? Um, without a restraining order being issued. And if you talk to men, if you, if you really get them alone somewhere and get them to open up and get them to be honest, almost every single one of them will tell you if they work with women, who, especially women superiors, or if they spend a lot of time around uh, women just in, in their daily course of life, people they don't know, they're always worried. And they're worried because... When you have no defense and you are treated as a second-class citizen by the powers that be. When you know that the ACLU will never in a million years defend a white heterosexual male for any reason. When you know that if you're fired, you can't run to the labor board and say, you know, I was, a, you know, I was fired because I was white. Can you imagine that? But let me tell you, it has happened and will continue to happen.
because that's the racism that exists today. Getting back to the the liberal women thing, this is this is the result. This is what has happened. And the scary thing is they like it. They support it. They say, yeah, you should feel afraid. You should be afraid. You should be fearful of women. They believe this. They don't like you. And they're going to make it very plain that if you persist in being a male, a simple heterosexual red-blooded male, that you will be punished just for being a male. That you need to be watched. That you need to be monitored. That whatever you say or do doesn't really matter. What matters is how the woman interprets what you say and do. And this is what we end up with. This. Men saying flat out, I am terrified to go to work. I No, I don't want to go out to the, to the bar. I'm not talking to that. I'm not talking to that woman. You're crazy. I'm not doing that. I, I can't risk it. I'm not at a period of my life where I want to risk it. And yes, it's a risk. It always seems to be a risk. And you have plenty of women out there. If you ask them, you find that they're complaining that no men are coming up to them. No men are talking to them. No men are interacting with them in any way. And they're frustrated. And my only response to that is, well, you better look to your own cohorts. They're the ones that created this. They're the ones. Talk to them. They wanted us to become second-class citizens. They wanted us to be afraid around women. They've succeeded. Go talk to them. Don't talk to us. We're trying to live our lives here. We're trying not to fall under the hammer of so-called justice. And again, I remind you of my first words. You know, men who attack, assault women, again, either physically or psychologically. It's just there's no excuse for it. I feel no remorse for men who are arrested for doing these things. Women are treasures, and they should be treasured as such. This is my belief. You want to call that sexist? Fine. I guess saying positive things about people is now sexist. And I don't believe they're subservient, nor should they be. My friend, myself, anybody else had no problems with women being their superiors. Doesn't matter. Fine. You're good at your job. Excellent. If a man or woman goes for the same job, if, if the woman is better qualified, she should get the job. It, none of that changes. I still believe in all of that. But we can't live in a society where one is elevated above the other. And before, men were elevated. It's true. They had all the advantages and women didn't. Now you've reversed it. You didn't want equality. Liberals aren't about equality. Remember that. You want it the other way around. You want the preferential treatment on the other hand. Well, now you've got it. Congratulations. You've made us all terrified. If that's, that's what you wanted, that's what you got. But the repercussions are clear and obvious. And there are plenty of women out there who don't like this. And plenty of terrified men. And that's where this comes out. That's the end result. My question now, where do we go from here? Any ideas, liberals? 